Hello and thank you for listening to episode 387 of 60MW. I'm Dave and this is another of our interview shows. And in this one, myself and Tina, yes, Tina joins me on this one, we chat about the awesome film Dinner in America with its writer, director and editor Adam Raymeyer and the two stars of the movie, Kyle Gallner and Emily Skeggs. If you haven't watched Dinner in America yet, buy the Arrow Blu-ray. It is amazing. Uh, Tina reviewed it on our website. I'll put a link to that review in the podcast notes. You can have a read of that. And I'm sure after reading the review and listening to this interview show that you'll want to go and watch it. We love it. As you'll hear, we both uh, get very excited to chat to these people. And as we always do, you know the rules for these interview shows. Only chat to people whose work we really love. So every time you know that our enthusiasm is always genuine, it's never put on. And we were we were very enthusiastic to chat with these uh, these awesome people. It is also a video show. If you want to go and watch us, have a chat with them. Go to our YouTube channel. Give us a subscribe while you're there. That always helps. Uh, you you audio listeners, you're always very special to you to us, as you know. We are primarily an audio show, so you get, which the uh, the YouTube viewers don't, you get a little bit a little bit of chat that happens before and after the actual recording of the show. I'll stick those on at the very end. So until I say goodbye and give you all the usual links to what we do at the end of the show, sit back, relax, get comfortable, have a listen now to the trailer for Dinner in America, and then enjoy me and Tina chatting to Adam, Kyle and Emily. Come on. Dance with me. I'm really glad you came to dinner. What the fuck are you doing? He was taking advantage of me. Get out! Mom, can I go see a rock show? What's the group? They're this really cool group. The music is almost educational. I don't like the sound of this militia music. Rock concerts are bad news. They up the reward. They said you assaulted some lady. Tried to burn her house down? Anyone suspicious running around back here? You got some place around here we can go? I needed a place to hole up. Your house is perfect. You want to know my secret? I write John Q love letters. What the fuck are you talking about? I write him one every week. Where's your fucking bathroom? Oh, yeah, no, you're fucking weird. Well, is weird cool? In your case, 
No. Well, the first thing, of course, thank you for joining uh, me and Tina. We've got a special show because Tina's joined us today. Thank you for joining us. It's so great to, not only to talk to you, but to see you yeah. as well. So th thank you so much for your time, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Having us. Having us. Want to get back on your uh, Les Paul back there and do a little rocket? <laughs> <laughs> we let let's begin. Um, we just said off air that it's mine and Tina's favorite film of the year by a long way. And to put it into context, we watch over five hundred films a year. Um, <laughs> we watch a lot of film because we're cinephiles anyway. We're getting a lot of stuff to review, and we're you, yeah. huge cinephiles have been for a long, long time. Dinner in America hit us like no film has done for a long, yeah. long time. I honestly can't remember the last time that the end credits rolled. And I wanted to stay with the characters. Mm. I went, what's next? Let me stay with them. I'd, you know, I'll go with them. <laughs> in the, keep, keep me in the car with them and let me see what happens. It, it, well done to all involved from, from the writing and the directing and the yeah. editing from you, Adam. Uh, from, from you, Emily, and Kyle, the way that you brought the characters to life and made them your own. Uh, and again, we're, well, I won't say Tina's age because, you know, it's rude with a lady. But I'm, I'm a 56-year-old man in Wales who really connected with these characters. And I think yeah. that says a lot for all of you with the writing and, and you know, the performances. Yeah. So, again, mm. everybody watching this and listening to the audio show. Or it says very it. little for the sort of status quo garbage that's just kind of churned out all the time, mm. you know? Yeah, it's <laughs> that way too, most definitely. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of a. I wouldn't bring up the diaper shit that's just been happening for like the last twenty years. So yeah, just thought, I'd, thought I'd mention that first. Well, we watch so many films that it, a film has to be really outstanding, especially for me because my attention span's terrible. For me to actually remember what happens because because we watch so much. And we just watched the film again last night. We were just pissing ourselves laughing all the way through it. I'm going, it's the dead cat. Fuck a cat. Fuck a cat. <laughs> <laughs> we were just like laughing all the way through it. And it and it's just, the, there's a lot of things about it. But, but the one thing in particular I really love about this film is, is well, I love you, Kyle. Your car I love you, Kyle. You and your axes. <laughs> but Emily I love you as well but but it's the it's the fact that Emily's on the spectrum but you don't you don't hmm. talk about it you don't it's just completely normal he falls in love with her it's just incredible I've never seen a, a story like it where this girl it's different characters it's, just... it's characters that we're not usually shown yeah. in films that are so good which is yeah which is yeah. you know really good to watch. And where did so where did this all come from, Adam? What's the sort of the genesis of of how Dinner in America began? Uh, you know, I I've explained it too. Like I, I do a lot of like art, artistically things are very improvisational for me and very fast. They come to me really quick. So this particular film I pinpointed to being a student in college at UNL uh, University of Nebraska Lincoln and seeing flyers for uh, a laboratory where you could do clinical trial study work to, to you know, for, for some pretty good chunks of money. And some of the studies were like, you know, uh, over your holiday break, you could make 2,500 bucks or $3,000. Oh. So 
I just always wanted to do that, but always was too chicken shit to really do it because <laughs> I didn't really know what was going to happen uh, in the studies. Uh, and then just fast forward 10 years from there, and I'm at my parents' house. It's Christmas time, and it's snowy, and I'm walking in the street, and the sound that my boots were making, um, the cadence and rhythm of that made me conjure up the Simon character, and it it also had to do with the, that flyer 10 years ago. I thought about a punk rock kid that was like trying to finance his studio recordings with these like, you know, going to laboratories and doing studies. And then that was like a seed that I just kind of nurtured and watered for many years, didn't do anything with it. And it became a project called kicks and it was kind of a different storyline and I, it floundered and I went on and did other things around 2009 I was writing something called Dinner in America. It was just sketches of Patty, Kevin, Norm, and Connie, this like American mid, mid, middle class nuclear family. And it was just riffing and just doing uh, just stuff and like exercises basically. And it didn't really have a storyline. And at some point, I decided around 2013, what if I merged that idea that I had with this Simon character into this thing with Patty and her family? And then it became like a movie and that became the movie. And, and I liked that a lot and decided just to go with that and experiment to do. So I did, I put the first 10 pages I'd written in 2006 um, at the front end. And then I did some scene work with Patty that I had already done and did basically a day in the life of Simon, a day in life of Patty. And then I combined the two together when they meet in that alley. And that's when the film sort of took off and like breathed this fresh life for me um, as a writer and it was like exciting now to put these two characters together and see how they would interact. She brings him home. He's seeking refuge from the police br brings, you know, brings him home. And, and then it just, then the film just sort of took off, you know, like it was very exciting. I didn't use an outline. It was just an improvised, you know, type of uh, script. And it's one of those films where you really cannot see anybody else in the characters of Simon yeah. and Patty. You really no. can't see anybody else. So no. when it came to the casting, was, was there any more involved? Was it a long process or was it pretty quick with the casting? It, it went over many years and there were a couple configurations with actors uh, prior that had fallen apart. I mean, obviously I'm glad that they did mm -hmm. um, because I feel like the version that we shot was the version that was meant to be and it like came to fruition and, and it happened. I mean, that's a thing with films that happens all the time. It's super, super common. So that's like people's schedules change and they can't do this project and now they can do this. And, but it just sort of worked out the way that it was supposed to. And honestly, I felt the most, I felt that, you know, the deepest connection with Kyle and Emily anyway, out of the configurations that there were, I just felt such a deep connection with the two of them that it was a no brainer that that was the version that actually, yeah. you know, ended up happening. I was watching an interview with both of you, Kyle and Emily, the other day when you were saying that you got two weeks rehearsal as well. And I was, you know, obviously I, what a luxury it is to get two weeks rehearsal. Yeah. What, what were sort of the main things that came together for both of you during those, that two week period that, that you then took forward into the film itself? Well, it's funny because I always say that we had two weeks of rehearsal, but we, what we really had was two weeks of hanging out and talking about <laughs> the characters and having dinner with each other and making dinner with each other and like fucking around Detroit <laughs> together. 
and getting in trouble, you know, and rescuing dogs. Like we, we did a lot of just like weird bonding, I guess. It was mostly bonding, <laughs> but we also yeah. wrote the music in those first two weeks. In the first three days, in the first three days. So <laughs> the, the music was done and locked immediately. So there was like a reference point that where we were going with the film. Like we knew what the, mm -hmm. in the crucial part of the film, like when it gets to that song, that song's got to be on point and emotionally has to be the, you know, cathartic part of the film for the, for the audience. Like who's been on this fucking ride with everyone the whole time, you know, like, it's it's a lot of <laughs> it's rocky and and all over the place but that moment like is the moment where you know you see what this this girl has to offer and it's it's great yeah. i mean emily knocks it out of the park it's just it's yeah and i think the, and i think those two weeks were important to build you know just 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 to build a trust between the three of us you know we really got to know each other we really got into some very personal stuff very quickly. I mean, even just, even just, you know, like Adam says, it's like nothing brings you together quite like music. You know what I mean? Like, like things like that will bring you together very, very quickly. And Emily coming and watching me record the punk music and then me getting to sit in and watch Emily and Adam write the watermelon song together. It, it just informs a lot. And it, and it, it, it they're these very, um, what's the word? It's, it's, it, it, it's just a very kind of vulnerable experience, you know, going through mm -hmm. those things and sharing those things with each other. So to be able to be a part of such a personal moment and, and, in and, and, and not just, you know, the character building with Patty, but also, you know, getting to see who Emily is and how she works and how she operates and stuff that by the time we got to set, we were like ready to go. Like I trusted Emily, Emily trusted me. And, you know, I knew after the first day or two of shooting, it was like, I could throw whatever at Emily and she is going to be there to catch it, yeah. you know? And if I go off the rails, Adam's going to be there to guide me back. And it's just like real magic. <laughs> and, and that was so huge, especially for a film like this, where the tone and the story are so, heightened and elevated, you know, mm. you can't hold back. If you're sitting there and operating at a six, this movie doesn't work. Mm. These characters have to be at a 10, 11, 12, and you need to, you, you know, you need to trust each other. You need to, you need to trust that if I fall, I have these people there who are going to catch me and pick me back yeah. up. That's you know? something that Kyle just said though, about the 10, 11, 12, like that's what cinema can do that other things can't do. That's what like a song can't do by itself or just visuals can do by themselves. It's that combination of a sound effect and a zoom and a this and a that that makes the cinematic space. So it's like you, the operating has to be at a 10 or 11 for this particular film because nothing else configuration wise, it would be total flatliner if it wasn't that's yeah. sort of heightened, you know. Um, and that's what I love about I cinema and what cinema can do is that it can do those things. And you have like all of these elements that you can play with um, in the design. That's what makes it super fun and super entertaining. I'm a cinephile too, you know, like <laughs> along with you on that. I don't watch 500 a year anymore, <laughs> but when I was, when I was in my 20s, I definitely was watching that many films a year. I've, I've been on record loads of times. One of the things I love in films is that 
is an angry character. But there's there's not many characters. That, you got it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> there's not many that that really sell me with with angry. But I love I love a good angry character. Simon in this, Kyle, you nail angry in this. This this from the beginning. And I was like, oh yes, here's an angry character that I love, wasn't it? Yeah, Simon's an angry dude. That know? cigarette when he comes out and that cigarette oh, and it's all the spit like just going back. Dude, we shot that scene so many times, and what you can't really see is I am kicking the living shit out of that door. Every take, I was just like, we are gonna sh- I am gonna fucking shatter the door of this like rec center and we're gonna like kick us out i mean i was just smashing like nothing could be done lightly like in the end that cop car is fucked i I wrecked the whole side of that cop car i mean me and my boots just like destroyed i mean Everything was just, it was just one of those things. It was like, it was amazing to basically be able to be like, no fucking rules, man. (laughs) But it's funny because I think the one rule we did have was that it had to be genuine. Even though it was at 11, it was very deeply personal, which I, as an actor, like I hadn't really thought about, like characters that are huge have to actually be so, so specific. Mm -hmm. Right personal in order to really work and when I first read the the script I didn't really I wasn't thinking about how Patty was me I was like who the fuck is Patty this this person's crazy how am I ever going to portray this person and then it very quickly became very personal (laughs) I I knew within like seconds of speaking with you honey I knew within seconds, okay? I knew, I knew yeah. so quick. I knew so fast. This was a deep journey of me uh, really getting to know myself and love myself. <laughs> well, I love you, and we love you very much. Yeah, we you. are very loved. Bye, Patty. My Patty. Lo- there's a lot of love here. Oh, yes. And that, that's another thing that comes across on the screen, though, doesn't yeah, it? You, yeah. you know, and again, it makes a big difference. As a viewer, when you're watching it, you can see mm. that you as a team really mm. bonded. It's it's, yeah. it's strange how it, it does sort of come from the screen and onto the yeah, viewer. Yeah, it's like... You can it, feel it, that. Even though Kyle's mm. character's really cross all the time, there's that huge <laughs> vulnerability as well, isn't there? And then Emily, who, yeah, it's just... Even though you're really horrible, you're really lovely at, at the, all at the same time. <laughs> well, I think he means well. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, he's definitely like he's at odds with the world. I mean, he's definitely fighting and pushing against a lot of things. But at the same time, like his moral, like you know, I've said it before, like his moral compass is in place. Like he yeah. he stands up for people who are picked on pushed around you know what i mean like he's like he's like go ahead hit me i don't give a fuck like like let's let's go you know like he's 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 and 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 it brings me kind of to not just simon but patty like what i love about this movie is like these two are so authentically themselves and we don't try to change them at all yeah. You allow these characters to be who they are. It's not like Patty has this transformation of like, and now she's this. It's like Patty is herself. And by the end of it, you get to realize how wonderful that really 
is. Yeah. You know, and it's the same thing with Simon that it's like for all of his bumps and whatever, and like, but there is something about him that you can't deny that it's like, dude sticks to his guns, you know, and I respect that. Right. You know, like, like love him or hate him at the end of the day, like he's authentically himself. And so is Patty, you know, she is who she is. And that's why these two work. They don't try to change each other. They see the good in each other and they actually make each other better. Yeah. You know? Right. Instead of boxing each other in, they're right, not that's labeling. Right, that's what I mean. They're they don't not, change each other in a way of like, you know, I'm not walking out of a room wearing a suit in one scene. You know what I mean? Simon's got like, it together right. now. He's yeah, together. right. <laughs> we part of the real world. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, there's right. nothing wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> you know? Right. Patty and I think what's interesting in too. Collection, you know? Yeah. He's going to fit in. <laughs> gonna fit in just fine back at uni so yeah right patty hates pearls patty doesn't like a string of pearls <laughs> what were you gonna say emily you think what's interesting is what I, I i think it's interesting too because i i love that you picked up on the possibility of patty being on the spectrum and i think that that is something that's really important in the film but i think what's also important is we never actually say mm-hmm. Patty's diagnosis. We just know that she is over-medicated and probably misdiagnosed mm-hmm. when you really think about it. So that was important too, because I didn't want people to, I think often when people hear someone's diagnosis, it labels them, it puts yeah. them in a box. And the fact that the audience never knows what she's diagnosed as allows them to really get to know who she is as a person and not be, um, have some predetermined bias yeah. based on yeah. that diagnosis. Yeah. Cause we don't get to know everybody's diagnosis. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> we, I don't know if, I don't know your diagnosis. There are so and many I don't people get that I'd like, I wish could see this film that we hope will encourage a lot of people to watch this, but not only because it's, it's a great film, but again, going back to Patty's character as well, the fact that she's not put in a box and she's just leading a completely normal life is just so life-affirming and so positive, mm-hmm. isn't it? And so yeah. different as well. You, there's nobody else has done this. You know, and well look what done, can happen Adam. when someone come. Right, what, right. What can and, happen in the cinema space, you know? That's what's unique about it is that, you know, this is what we should be doing in the space. Yeah. So it's, like I said yeah. before, there's just so much diaper shit. Like, <laughs> just throw away fucking crap. Like, yeah. you know, and it's like, it's straight pain to make a film like this. It's straight pain to, like, yeah. it took almost six years from writing it to getting it shot with these two. Mm-hmm. Six years. Wow. So. You got to be a masochist to want to do it, you know. What was it like at the editing stage? Because you must have, again, you know, when you come into editing, there's so much stuff. You go, that's a great shot, but I've got to lose it for this shot. Um, it's like music, you know. You 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 have, and what what happens with Kyle and Emily? They give you a lot of options within a scene, but then you have to treat everything like it's cause and effect. So if you go that route uh, at minute three that affects minute 17 and affects minute 23. It affects everything down the line, like every decision you make editorially and what you want to explore with um, those nuances so that you, you have to manage those 
and you have to say, well, if I do this here, then it's not consistent with what happens there. So there's a lot of management, like, you know, cause actors give you a lot of gifts. Um, they'll give you a lot of gifts and a lot of, you know, people always say it with writing or with editing or whatever, you got to kill your darlings. Right. So there's a lot of times there's a great scene or a great thing that happens that you love that might not work in the context of the film um, from like when I, when you start fine tuning those nuances, I mean, the, the first thing you do is you lay out everything sequentially, the whole thing, all the scene work, and then you analyze it mm-hmm. and then you start whittling it away and you start fine tuning. And a lot of those options, you know, all red flag areas where I've got three or four options from Kyle, three or four from Emily, and you just start trusting intuitively and building on that. And then <clears throat> it becomes very obvious after a while, like, what you want to do with, with it. Cause you can go many different ways and, and, and you just have to be very aware of what you have. So you have to know all of the footage, every shot, everything like to really do it. Like you can't just rely on uh, something that some, you know, the script supervisor checked, like was a great take. I mean, it may not be what you want. I mean, the opening shot of the film is a rehearsal take that where I like the fact that Kyle's half of his face was slightly out of focus and then it came into focus and I chose that over the takes that we actually did. It was just, a, it was like a warm up take, but I liked it more because I was missing some real estate, some assets that were supposed to, I had a different design for the head of the film and I needed to compress everything. Uh, when we got to every independent film has one thing in common, like it, it's always a first act problem when you're cutting every time. So my first act was way too long. Like Simon and Patty were meeting at 39 minutes in, in the script, in the film, the finished film, they meet at 23. So there's a huge jump in there. Like, you know, you're, you're talking like 15, 16 minutes of stuff that's out of the first act now uh, because it was taking too long for them to get together. And what really needs to happen, the film activates after that happens. So I needed to compress that front end. And part of that was me redesigning it. And part of it was working with John Swihart, the composer, as we started to figure out something that was going to like propel this thing in the way and the rhythm that I wanted, which turned out in this case to be this sort of EDM, big distorted drum machine beats without melody. Um, We had experimented with stuff with melody and it just wasn't right for the movie. It needed to feel just like these, this rhythmical thing. So we did that and, and compressed a lot of the front end just to get us into the, like the Simon and Patty story. And that was, that was my solution to it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, when you, where you start and where you end up are just, they're just so far from each other. And you know, you make a lot of hard decisions along the way and you cut a lot of stuff out. You kill a lot of darlings when you're doing it. Well, I know for us, every decision was, was perfect for us. You know, we, I can't say enough how much we, we loved this film, you know, with all the I films. Was also given time to, to, I was also given time, you know, by the producers and they were flexible like that with me, like mm. finding it and, and, and land, landing there, which is like, again, when you're making something like this, just to, to arbitrarily say to somebody, you have to do it in eight weeks fucking insane like it may take longer than that it's just like you know i just wish there was more of appreciation you know for shooting things and giving it the proper amount of time to do it you know like like treating projects not as line items in a fucking budget but more as like an artistic endeavor you fight that every time when you have collaborators like kyle and emily you just push through and you do it and you have to do it in one or two takes and you move on you know so 
It's a parameter. It's just a parameter, you know? We could, I'm just looking at the time, we could talk for hours and hours, and I don't want to take up too much of your time. But before before we go, <laughs> I know Tina, one of, the, one of the, the other reasons that she wanted to do, she's got something, and it's it's not related to the film, but it's it's for you, Kyle, and for you, Emily. She's got something for each of you that she wanted to say and ask. And, and, and in, the case, in the case of you, Emily, something to show as well. So over to you, Tina. Okay. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, um, I follow both of you on Instagram. And and your Instagrams are like my little happy place, like Indy's birthday. You chopping loads of shit down, and then and then there's Emily with her amazing tomatoes. Which but you said tomatoes, don't you? So these are my tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Look at the bloody so colour. beautiful. They're not though. They're hard, and they're bright green. <laughs> Because it's so bloody cold where we live. Yeah. So I was wondering. I was going to say Wales is yeah. tough for tomatoes. So, so fry them. Fry them. Fry them. Oh, a broken one. So I was just wondering. Adam's right. You should fry them. Fried green tomatoes. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I never thought of that. There I think they taste a bit disgusting, though, to be honest. You bread them. You bread them and fry them. You're going to love them. Really? Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, don't waste them. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Tina, you just gotta fry those suckers. Look up the recipe. Okay, all right then. I will. I will. The whole movie based on it. Yeah. 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 Well, I well I'd like to ask before we go, Adam. Please make dinner in America, supper in America, because I want to know what happens to Patty. Oh, no, it's breakfast in Wales. Bre- oh, if only. If only. Get in there. It's breakfast and oils. Let's go, baby. Let's yeah. go. Let's go overseas. Let's go. Let's do it. Have you ever Psy-ups been to Wales? I have to the UK tour. What's yeah. the title in, in Welsh? Can we hear what that would sound like? Uh, America's the same. Dinner be cachany dear America. Hachandi hachan. You have to have a really good mouthful of spit to speak yeah. Welsh. Yeah. I love it. Spray everybody. Mm. <laughs> he's he's English. Cigarette. Kyle with his broken cigarette. <laughs> well, all the cigarettes, hundreds oh, and hundreds. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, we should talk about that briefly. Like poor Kyle. Like seriously, that was like that was the thing. The thing that nobody knows too. There were more scenes with cigarettes that we cut. I was just like, oh, let's just stop doing this for a while. Let's just, let's just, like, Kyle's like, no, it's okay. I'm all right. Let's just not do more cigarette scenes. There's like, there's like five scenes in the whole movie. I'm not smoking. (laughs) It's insane. Oh, for the sake yeah, of the yeah, edit, for the, for the sake of the edit, we'll say goodbye, but we'll say goodbye properly off air. Again, everybody watching this, everybody listening to the audio show, Dinner in America, if you haven't seen it yet, watch Best it. film of the year. If you have watched Hands it, down. you're going to watch it again like we yeah. have, definitely. Um, buy it, the Arrow <laughs> Films, yeah. Blu-ray is fantastic. It's great. Uh, and fingers crossed that we see, like I said, Supper in America, based in Wales. <laughs> based in Wales and uh, yeah we, we look forward to everything all of you guys yeah, do and, definitely. And, you know, and, and good luck and best wishes and thank you for such a great film thank you thank, thank you. you thank you thank you for watching and the alarm bell as always 
brings to an end another interview show. I told you we were excited to chat with him, didn't I? I think that comes through in the interview. Again, what an awesome film. Can't recommend it highly enough. Go out and buy the Arrow Blu-ray. Let's have our fingers crossed for a sequel, as we mentioned in the show as well. The usual housekeeping, you know, hopefully, by now, where we are, 60mw.co.uk. All the links to everything that we do are on there. Our Twitter and our Instagram are at 60mwpodcast. But have a browse around the website. There's things you can do. You can send us a review. That's always nice. You can join in with our world tour. You can leave us a voice message for free. It just takes one click. Very, very easy to do. A speak pipe link will come up when you click on any of the pages on the website. And I think if it's 90 seconds, you've got to leave us a message for free. And we always respond to those on the show. So, uh, yeah, spend 90 seconds. Leave us a message as well. And so thank you for listening to another show. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll finish out as we uh, usually do with our theme tune. But stay tuned because, uh, like I said at the beginning, you audio listeners, you're in for a treat. Because you did just a little bit of uh, the chat that me and Tina had with uh, Adam, Kyle and Emily before and after the actual meat and potatoes of the show you just listened to. How are you? The rest of the gang should be here in a second. So, uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's great to see you. Great to see you with a guitar. Do you do requests? Uh, What's the request? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Do you know any Kate Bush songs? I don't know any Kate Bush songs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not a, a learned uh, musician. I'm a self-taught musician, so I don't do a lot of requests, but uh, uh, I do have an ear for things. I can play things once I kind of figure them out. So, Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Give us a tune then, Adam. Come on. Um, uh, do you like pavement? Pavement? You know, I, I don't. Do you know pavement? No. Did you ever get into pavement? Never got into pavement? Are they from the 90s? Because we're really old. Yeah. <laughs> we're sort of 70s yeah. and 80s. <laughs> 70s, 80s? Oh, God, what's some good 70s and 80s stuff, you know, that I can play? Um, I'm pretty good, like, once I, if I need to look at chords or something like that for, you know, for a song. But um, mostly I just do, mostly I just, like, nowadays I just tinker around. I'm like, I don't write as much. I hurt my ears a few years ago, oh. so. Well, everyone just, in Britain... They all they do is play smoke on the water, so everybody knows that. Right? right. <laughs> hey! <No. laughs> that, that's more like it. Where are you folks? We're in North Wales. So Ooh, beautiful. Yeah, in the hills of Wales. Ooh, like oh. fireman's hand. Fireman's yes. yes. <laughs> wow. Oh, I, I only ever heard in the train. Fireman Sam. He's going to say the <laughs>
Because Sam is the hero next door. Right? Now in Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that would sure. be impressive if you if you suddenly cracked it out in Welsh, then that would be great. Right? Oh God! Hello, yeah. Kyle. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. No. All you all you missed, Kyle, was us all singing Fireman Sam just to kick everything off. <laughs> when he hears that fire alarm, Sam is always cool and calm. So move aside, make way for Fireman Sam. He's gonna save the day. Fireman Sam, cause he's brave to the core. Sam is <laughs> the hero next door, right? They've got a different song to us. It sounds a bit yeah. rock that it's, one. It's, doesn't it's, it? Yeah, so you've yeah. got the better version than we yeah. have. <laughs> so there's the I there is the older one that is the updated one. Uh, there is I know I, there is an older one. It's not that one, but uh, yeah, that is. Yeah, that'll the, be the Welsh one. The newer one, yeah. <laughs> That's the one we all sing. Yeah. Fireman Sam, he sets fire to houses. Fireman <laughs> Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come to Wales. Come to Wales. Anytime. Come, Emily. You can come and stay with us anytime. Yeah. We'd love it. We Actually, where we live looks a lot like where you live, Kyle. We're very oh, yeah? mountainous and wooded. You'd love it here. Oh, cool. You would love it. You mm. would. The last movie I saw was Minari. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. We've got that to review as well. It's the guy out of um, The Walking Dead, isn't it? Um, we were up against Isaac. We were up against Isaac in our... In you know our, what? I fucking loved it. I fucking that. loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I'm I'm also getting my degree in horticulture right now, so plants in general oh, wow. are just so exciting to me. And it's about a guy who wants to have a farm. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. like, yes, yeah. let's do it. So, so, so when Emily I can't comes wait across, for you to see it. when Emily comes across <laughs> for supper in America, she can help in the garden. <laughs> Definitely great. in the garden yeah, with you and the veggies. Yeah. Like Absolutely. Yeah. I spend all my time in the I garden. I love that. <laughs> Manos was the last movie I watched. How was it? It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Manos. That, right, that's going on. M A N O S. M O N O S. Okay, right. Oh, that's on the watch list it. now. Then. Like yeah. Brazilian or something. It's South American film, right? Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. It's like these dudes did it. I mean, there's like no power, no electricity, no nothing. I mean, dangerous situations, kind of bleak, wow. dark, really beautiful, but very. <laughs> Pretty intense. Nice. It's cool. Yeah. I liked it. Right then. That, what? I suppose you get to watch a lot of Disney films with your little kids. That's kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Baby Boss 2 has been on 17 times. Oh, my God. So, what like is, that. What, is, what has? Baby Boss 2. <laughs> it just I dropped, think... baby. It's a big I deal in this it. house. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, guys. Yeah, so you enjoy you. your day, and thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely thank you, guys. You. Thank Emily, you. Emily, Adam. Be well, guys. Love you, guys. Love you. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Thank you so Bye. much. Bye. And thanks for joining. Yay! Yay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See you now. Later. Bye.